welcome back to the Pinball Nerds Podcast. My name's Orbital Albert, and I'll be your host for episode 23. Today we're going to be talking about the triathlon of pinball tournaments. What do I mean by the triathlon of pinball tournaments? And why is this a new type of pinball tournament that I am hoping we will start seeing more often soon? Well, the triathlon would include machines from all three major eras, including the electromechanical, solid state, and newer machines. Um, basically, to be crowned the best at anything, especially when we're you know in, in an actual triathlon, uh, like they would do in the Olympics, you would see swimming, running, uh, and biking. And of course, you had to be good at all three of those to win one. You can't just be a tremendous uh, cyclist and runner and horrible at swimming because you're going to come out of the water last. You can't be tremendous at the other two and then be no good at running because everyone's going to pass you at the end. So to me, and I know at Pimberg, in a lot of these big tournaments, they do have a couple EMs, a few solid states, but mostly I'm seeing machines coming from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and so on and such forth. I would guess even at Pimberg, my guess is at least 60% of the machines that they play are newer than 1980, uh, than Solid State really, <clears throat> even though I know Solid State came a little bit into the early 80s, but um, now I could be wrong on that. Maybe Pimberg is the most balanced place for that, but most pinball tournaments I see, and even as a good for instance of this, uh, probably the second largest, if not second best collection in all Ontario uh, is at Jim's house just outside of ha Hamilton and Carlisle, uh, close to the GTA there. And although he has three EMs, neither of them were turned on or being played. They were more so being used as a coat rack or uh, some type of material was on them uh, as a table, I suppose. And there was what, I'm just trying to think. There was a couple, there was Paragon. There, were, there, there was a couple like 70s machines, but there, there wasn't, there was Congo. Geez, that's probably an 80s or even 90s machine. I'm not sure. But uh, I know Paragon was an older machine that was up and running. There wasn't too many other machines that were older and up and running. So, <clears throat> anyways, if every tournament, or at least some tournaments, you know, advertise that there would be equal weighting, and I want to see equal weighting. So that doesn't mean that you, the place that you're playing has to have like 10 EMs to have 10 new ones, no. But what that means is if you only have three M's and you only have three solid states, but you have 10 new Sterns, you can't, you know, you're not, you're going to put equal weighting. So you're going to play all three EMs, all three solid states, and then three of the new ones. Um, so there is tons and tons and tons of benefits of running a tournament like this over and above simply just the fact that you're going to get the most balanced, best player winning. And one of those major benefits is that more people can start hosting pinball tournaments and more people can start uh, having barcades because getting a collection with two EMs, uh, two solid states, and two newer pinball machines, even 90s or newer, that's going to cost you probably half. And I sat here and did the math. 
depends if you're in the United States or Canada or even Europe or Australia. Um, I know in Australia there, sometimes the shipping costs can be so much for an EM that's outside of the country that it's almost worth it to buy a newer solid state or brand new in-box machine. Um, but here in Canada anyways, and, and I would say maybe I'll try to go in between here in Canada and the United States because those are the two prices I see the most. Um, you know, an EM probably averages seven to $900 depending on condition. The conditions that I would be looking at are ones that I would be looking at anyways. Um, I'm not very good at maintaining or fixing pinball machines, so I don't do that often. Um, but then, you know, a solid state, you're looking at anywhere from $900 to $1,500, somewhere in that range, of course, depending on the condition and that sort of thing. But then when you're looking at a, a geez, 90s all the way till now, probably the average price of machines like four, five, uh, of a newer machine, of course, is six, seven, eight. Now, the advantages for an operator, especially a non non home use, like a, out at a barcade, for a newer Stern or, or American Pinball or Spooky um, or, or any of the now great, you know, Jersey Jack, any of these awesome uh, manufacturers out there, they're going to break down less often, of course. But if you have someone who's a decent tech in your friends, group of friends, family members, neighbors, uh, pinball league, you know, local area who you can work with, the cost advantages of having, you know, rather than having to save, save, you know, 25 grand to have a legitimate like six to eight decent pins, you could probably have about 12 and a half and have like two to three decent, you know, 80, like maybe one eighties pin, one nineties pin, um, two EMs, two solid states. And so not only, you know, does it cost way less to get into the game, but at the same time, another big advantage of these tournaments would be that they would go far quicker. So when you've got people playing EMs, they take what, a, on average, maybe a quarter of the time of, you know, a, a newer game with ball saves and multi-ball and, um, you know, all, all the different sorts of things that newer machines have. You know, I played, uh, I don't know, geez, like probably it felt like a 10 minute ball on um, Kiss the other day. Whereas like I've had games where I've rolled it. Like I think I rolled Atlantis and it took less than 10 minutes to, to do that. You know, like got a great score on it. So um, the other option is, the other thing as well is you've got twice the number of places now. Because I think... And I could be wrong, but I think that with a lot of these leagues, they're looking for people to have five to eight super reliable newer machines, ideally. And the problem with that is it just costs way, way, way more to get into it. And the other part of the problem is a lot of people, if they're only going to have five or six machines at home, don't want six brand new ones. And why would they? Then when they go to a place like Pemberg that may have 30, 40, even up to, like I was saying, possibly getting close to 50% pre-1980s, pre-orbital Albert, so to speak, because I was conceived in the 70s, but not born until 1980. So I was around in the 70s, even if just in a small way. Um, yeah, I'd really like to see more, a more balanced approach. I think it's great that there's classics tournaments. I don't want them to get rid of those. I'd like to see more of those, in fact. But I'd also like to see some tournaments, and they don't have to use the term triathlon. I think that it kind of works for it. It kind of explains that you're going to be doing one of all three different eras. But basically, I would like to just see, you know, more EMs and more solid states 
um, you know, more more classic games and more tournaments overall. And what I what I don't like to see is when you go to some of these mid-sized tournaments um, where, for instance, and I had a great time this year at the CNE, but there was, uh, you know, a whole classics row, then a whole row of, like, newer ones, but there was only maybe one or two even older ones at all, even spiced up in that mix. So for a player like myself, I actually didn't do very well in classics. Um, I'm more of a match play player, I find, as opposed to, like, a pump and dump or herb style, but... Um, I thought I would do better in it, but, but I would have liked to have seen a good mixture of, you know, it, it felt to me like, and I can't even see the bank in my mind, but it felt to me of like the 12 in the main bank, there was only two that were pre-1970. And I think, I don't even know if there was an EM. I think there was one or two solid states. Um, there was some good eighties ones. There was Baywatch. There, there was some decent eighties, nineties ones. And, uh, so that was a nice mix up, but like me personally, I would love to see, the main event of some events, the main event, not the classic straw, the main event be like, like I said, like one, so if they've got 15 machines, five EMs, five solid states, and five everything past then, they can choose to have one from the 80s, one from the 90s, one from the 2000s, and like two newer ones from the, you know, whatever, the past five years, if they want to have, you know, a dialed in and a total nuclear annihilation or something. But anyways, I think that that would be really cool to see. And, uh, yeah, that would just be an interesting, I think that more tournaments should be run that way. We'll say it that way. So thanks for tuning in. Episode number 25 is going to be next and it's a big one. The top 10, my, my top 10 favorite pinball podcasts. And remember to eat, sleep, breathe, pinball. Pinball.